Eating can be mundane. Throwing another item in the grocery cart, ordering the same dish at your go-to restaurant, or grabbing something from the fridge. It's all a part of the routine. But it doesn't have to be. In this installment of On the House, food writer and high school teacher Jessica Server tells Larkin Page Jacobs about using food as a conduit for mindfulness, exploration, and reflection. This you have mastered, how to pick the perfect blossom, leaves supple with new yielding. You pull an outer leaf to test its readiness. If it slides out easy, we know it will open for me. In the full reading of that poem, the artichoke isn't just a tasty dish. It represents a memory of Server's mom and her connection to family. And that connection between food and the heart is one of the reasons Server fell in love with food writing. Food is really complicated, um, and inherently complicated things are really good to write about. Food is universal, it's cultural, and sometimes it's boring. But Server says each person's relationship to food is unique. We use it to kind of mark important events, and we kind of fly through it and eat it in the car on the way to work. And I think that kind of all of those little aspects of it just make it a really rich topic to write about and um, kind of an infinite source of inspiration. In her creative nonfiction food writing class at Kappa High School in downtown Pittsburgh, Server says she uses the topic to try to teach students to be curious and aware and then to put those thoughts and observations into writing. She notes that eating uses all of the senses, which can make for great creative kindling. For example, in one assignment this year, she asked the students to consider how they eat Oreo cookies. Because everybody has like a really specific way that they do it, and you learned it from somewhere, right? Or it's special to you for some reason. Your grandma taught you, or you used to sit with your brother on the couch and you would both dunk, you know? And so those that trying to tell them there's kind of a story between all of the ways that we interact with food and that it's kind of ever-changing. Server says her students have a diversity of experience with food. Some never give it much thought. Others have eaten in the city's finest restaurants. In order to have them dive more deeply into the way they think about food, she gave them three assignments. In the first, she asks them to write about a time when they were close to their food, culturally or agriculturally. In the second, she has them eat alone and then write about what it was like. And in the third, she tells them to write a lyric essay about their identity through food. Food is not the, it's not the end goal of this class. It's sort of the vehicle, right? I'm really still in nonfiction trying to teach them how to kind of look at their identity, look at who they are and sort of how they came to be there and where they're going. And I think food is just one theme that, that appeals to teenagers. Food is also a vehicle for server. She didn't grow up in a foodie-type household, so it's a frontier that's allowed her to learn more about herself, just as she's asked her students to do through their writing assignments. Because I'm working in that field and I, can, and I publish in it, like I can actually share my work with the kids as, an, as a fellow artist. I think it's really hard because we're adults, and a lot of us write about adult subjects that um, food is a great place that I can like say to them, hey guys, I, I used a prompt that we used in class and I published it. Server's latest obsession is gardening, where she can unearth a whole new set of experiences and writing material. I'm Larkin Page Jacobs, WESA News.